Welcome back to the Transforming Mind to Transform Your Life radio and podcast. This is Life Coach Marina Young, and you are listening to 5-Minute Fridays with Coach Marina. Today, I want to jump in on the conversation of Chris Rock's revenge against Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And the reason I'm jumping in is because I feel that there's life lessons to be learned from this situation. And I want to share it with you, jump into the conversation, give my input, and also hopefully I can teach you something on this. Because do you know that every experience is here to teach us something? Jada Pinkett Smith has learned a lesson. Will Smith has learned a lesson. Chris Rock has learned a lesson. And now... As bystanders, we can also learn a lesson. So this is life lessons from Chris Rock's revenge on Will Smith. And I want to start off by quoting a saying that we say um, all the time. And I, I think it's in the Bible. It says, revenge is a dish best served cold. Isn't that amazing? Right. It has much more sting if you let the person wait to see what you're going to do. Reacting never does you much good. So the entire world was waiting on a response from Chris Rock after Will Smith walked up on stage and slapped him at last year's Oscar for making a joke about G.I. Jane about Will Jada Pinkett Smith's hair or a lack of it. Everybody wanted to know why Chris Rock just stood there, took that slap, did nothing. Just said, Will Smith just slapped the hell out of me. Continue with what he was doing, even though he was visibly shaken. Right. Nobody wanted to know. Um, I was listening. Of course, everybody is jumping in on this conversation. And I was listening to Stephen A. um, uh, Smith on his podcast, No Mercy. And he was saying that Chris Rock had so many options. You know, he could have slapped him back. He could have had Will Smith arrested for assault. He could have sued him. I mean, Chris Rock did none of the above. I mean, right after they were saying that, oh, he hired lawyers and everybody was waiting and somebody put out a number, 200 million, that he could have gotten 200 million from that. But somehow he did nothing. People started flocking to his comedy shows to hear what he had to say about the slap heard around the world. I even had an episode on it a year ago (laughs) about this slap. You know, go back. I will link out to it in the show notes, but Chris Rock said nothing. All he said was he would talk about it when he is ready. And according to him on stage tonight, that he refused to go on Gail King or Oprah to tell his story and say that he was a victim, that he's no darn victim. And you guys know how I feel about the subject victim, right? You're not a victim. You become a player. And this is a perfect example of how you play the game. You don't let anyone dictate for you how your life is going to be, even if 
They abuse you, even if they humiliate you, even if they emasculate you. You're no darn victim. So because of that, I am sure that he received hundreds of invitations and he refused them all. Well, what did he do? I'm sure he accepted the Netflix offer <laughs> because it had some dollars behind it. What's the point of going on shows and, and for free? You know, they're making the money, not you. So he waited almost a year from the date of the incident and made himself millions from a Netflix special that aired a week before the next year's Oscar. It was a brilliance, right? And guess what? Everyone tuned in. I think it had one of the highest numbers other than, I guess, Megan and Harry. So I'm not sure they compared to that, but he even talked about them. <laughs> so we all waited and we were not disappointed. He came out of the gate swinging and I thought he was going to start off right away because he talked about the last thing I need is to have another rapper slap me. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. He's going there already because I know that you normally end with this stuff. And boy, did he end. Wow. It was the most amazing thing that I ever heard. Even the profanity of it all did not shock me because it was so brilliantly done. So when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, he told him to keep his effing wife's name out of his mouth. So Chris Rock responded by going hard on her name in his mouth. He said her name over and over and over. And guess what? Will Smith can't do anything about it. He called Jada Pinkett Smith a predator for effing her son's young friend. He was like 20 years or junior. He called her a bitch said that she started the fight by saying that he should boycott the Oscars a few years back when Will Smith was not nominated for an Oscar for the movie Concussion. He just called and called and called. Not only he called her name, but, you know, he said a whole bunch of things about Will Smith as well, right? <laughs> and he zoomed in on what they put out on the internet about her relationship with this entanglement. Forever and ever, whenever you hear the word entanglement, it's going to be synonymously associated with Jada Pinkett Smith. They're probably going to make a new dictionary entry <laughs> for that word. All right. So Will Smith continued the fight started by his wife all those years back by walking up on stage and slapping Chris Rock. Apparently, he was triggered by the first joke. So Will Smith, so Chris Rock said he is finishing the fight. And according to Chris Rock, he doesn't normally say these things about people, but now, of course, he's mad, right? And he said Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith put their business on Red Table Talk to get ratings and in the process, emasculating her man by making him a laughing stock on the entertainment world. You know, Chris Rock, I don't know how true it is, but he talked about all the people that called Will Smith a bitch after his wife interviews him and he's sitting there crying that, you know, she had an affair. All right, 
So I was listening to, like I mentioned, Stephen A. Smith on his podcast, No Mercy, and he made a point as to why. Why did she do that episode? Apparently, you know, the you know the guy that she slept with wrote a book or he was talking about it and she wanted to give her a story. Nobody needs to know your story. You could have just denied it. Nobody would have known if it was true. But not only did she go on her show and talk about it, her own show, but she interviewed her husband. So Chris Rock is saying, how many of us have ever been cheated on and being interviewed by the person that cheated on you and says, well, how did you feel about that? It was all really ridiculous, right? And according to Stephen A. Smith, which is what I'm getting to, he's saying, why did she do that? She doesn't need the money. She's had a very successful career. She doesn't need a fame, the fame, but she has made lots of great movies, maybe, you know, or not in any relation to Will Smith. Maybe she was trying to catch up with him or something. Maybe there's a little bit of jealousy going on there, but why would she do that? She didn't need the money. She didn't need the fame. And nobody needed to know that about her business. So why am I talking about this today? What are the life lessons that I want you to take away from this beef between Chris Rock and the Smiths, right? So here's three that I want to leave with you. The first one is don't react to injustice. Instead, respond after you've had time to think about it. If Chris Rock had reacted, he would have been making millions from a Netflix special. Nobody would have wanted to wait a year to hear what he had to say because he would have already said it, right? So I was very, very impressed by how he handled himself. And a lot of times you have to prepare yourself for situations like that before it happens. Not too many people would have been able to have the, I'm not even sure what you want to call it, the forward all to see Will Smith coming on stage, recognize that it wasn't Will Smith because he said, oh, here comes um, Richard, right? <laughs> he was able to recognize that. He was intuitive. He knows that he was coming on stage to hit him, didn't move, didn't react, took it. Like he said, like Pacquiao. <laughs> But yes, when injustice comes to you, you have to learn not to react. It's like they said, you can't learn to swim when you're drowning, right? You have to practice these things before. Let things go in your office. Let things go when your spouse or significant others say something that triggers you and you want to hit right back. Wait. Okay. The second um, uh, lesson that I want you to learn from this is that the Lord says, Revenge is mine. But if you must seek revenge, don't just destroy the other person. Build yourself up in the process. While Will Smith's fame sank, everybody cut ties because it's like a dirty word. His name, you know, I read his book and he bragged about the fact that he was the only one that had eight top number one movies and, and these things and how he was box office gold. And then everybody cut ties because he was now like dirty socks, right? But while um, uh, Will Smith's fame tanked, at the same time, Chris Rock's fame rose. 
like I said, his, his shows were being sold out. Everybody was supporting him. The comedic world was supporting him because they're saying, that's what we do. We tell jokes about other people. What happens if everybody starts coming up on stage and slapping us, right? So his stock rise, right? So if you're gonna have revenge because you didn't react and you responded, maybe you can find a way to make yourself look good in the process, right? <laughs> All right, and finally, number three, which is the biggest takeaway and life lesson from this situation, is the Bible teaches those who live in glass houses should not throw stones. I learned this in Sunday school. <laughs> the Smith family, all of them, has a lot of stuff going on, and they chose to share everything on red table talk. So that means they live in a glass house. Everybody can see inside. So if you're gonna throw stones and someone throws one back, then it will break your glass windows and oars. And sometimes the damage is so severe that you can't rebuild. I think that Chris Rock's revenge on the Smiths they may never be able to recover from the insult. He threw the rocks that they let out <laughs> for the world to see, and he threw it back at them and broke down their house. So be careful what you share. A lot of people are going on, like Chris Rock started off by saying that everybody wants likes now, right? They want likes. And what do they do to get likes? They tell a lot of personal information about themselves. And guess what? Sometimes nobody cares, but sometimes your enemy is watching and listening. And then they're gonna use the same information that you put out there to cause harm to your reputation, to cause harm to, you know, whatever, maybe your career, or whatever. So be careful what you put out there. All right. So those were the life lessons that I wanted to share with you. So I hope that you found this episode inspirational and tantalizing and yeah, hey, <laughs> and hopefully you learned something from seeing someone else fall so that you can learn to make sure that you don't put yourself into that situation. So thanks for tuning in to Transform Your Mind, to Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Myrna Young, Five Minute Fridays with Coach Myrna. If you're listening to this on YouTube, I would hope for you to subscribe. I am, you know, I'm here every week offering you advice so that you can live your best life right now and transform your mind so that you can transform your life. Until next time, namaste.